Hello there. Welcome to the Oblivious Maximus podcast for another week. I am your host, Aaron Osborne. This week, my first return guest to the normal version of the podcast, aside from the live one, which had a number of returning guests. Um, This week, my guest is my friend Colin Young. Colin sings in Twitching Tongues and plays guitar in God's Hate, two fantastic bands from California. You should check them out if you don't know them. Uh, I assume if you're listening to this, you do know who they are, though, so good on you. Welcome, Americans. Um, Yeah, this was great. I love catching up with Colin, and it was cool to talk about things a year after the last conversation we had um, about stuff, so quite a lot's happened for Twitching Tongues in the last year. Member changes, an album came out, it's all been quite busy. And, uh, yeah, it was cool to talk to Colin about sort of the reflection he's got on that and, you know, looking back on a record after, you know, the time that it had to come out and touring it and those things. Um, it was a really interesting conversation. Um, but yeah, so it was really fun. Uh, as usual with these ones that I do over FaceTime, I apologize if the audio quality isn't fantastic from his end on a couple things because I'm recording FaceTime. Um, but I think it sounds pretty good. This one didn't drop out, which was fantastic. The last one dropped out maybe eight times and I had to piece it together. So, uh, go back and listen to that and see where I did that. Um, but yeah, this one was good. Uh, I had a good time doing it. Love talking to Colin. It was funny. He gave me good insight to the mindset that he's in at the moment and, you know, a good recap of the year that was for him. Um, as well, a little side note. There won't be a podcast next week because I'm moving house this weekend. And thanks to Telstra's fantastic customer support service, I won't have internet at my house. Um, And also, I'm fucking moving. And it's tiring, bro. It's so tiring. Uh, So don't be mad at me. Just uh, listen to this one and then go back and listen to all the other ones you haven't listened to. Uh, Expand your mind. Listen to one by someone you don't know. Find out about them. It's really fun. Um, Enough talking. This is getting silly. Um, This is Oblivious Maximus, episode 41, with Colin Young from Twitching Tongues and God's Hate. The return of fucking brutal. Colin Young, first returning guest on my podcast. What an honor. Yeah. You've oh really done it, mate. I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> um, how is your acting career going for you right now? It's pretty stagnant. <laughs> as, as stagnant as ever. Oh, well. You're trying. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. Um, Okay, so last time I talked to you on this uh, platform was a fucking long time ago, and back back then you were just thinking about beginnings of recording process for uh, Disharmony. Wow. So almost a year ago, huh? Yeah. About that, I think. About that. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Um, It was time. It's time. Yeah. So... Tell me how things went in your perspective since that all came out and how everything's been going since then. 
Um, I, you know, it it definitely went a little differently than than we expected. Yeah. Uh, you know, the band, uh, some some members left, and that was, you know, that that was a big thing at the time. But we're, we're all cool now. Yeah. Uh, the record. I think we expected a little more mm-hmm. for some, you know, in terms of, you know, what it what it could do for us. But it, it didn't feel like, you know, you know, you know, Metal Blade being such a prestigious, cool thing for us, which it which it still is. Um, realistically, didn't do, you know, all that much. Not not that the label didn't work hard or anything because they busted their asses just like as we did, mm-hmm. but but I, I think I think you know maybe we had this unrealistic expectation that that would be it that would be all that it, all that we needed to yeah to get to the next step and and it didn't and it just didn't really work out that way which is which is which is I don't I don't think anybody's at fault for that yeah. but. Uh, what? But I, I think people people perceive the record differently that, than we did. How how so? What do you think about them? See, I I didn't. I don't think Taylor or or myself thought that it was like this big extreme change, you know. Mm-hmm. And then and then anybody I showed it to, that was kind of what they said. They were like, "It's really, it's really different." Yeah. Right. And I and I and I would always be like, "I don't agree. I don't." I don't. I don't. I think it's it's like a na- a normal next step, mm-hmm. and and I know it's normal for for somebody who creates art to prefer their latest project. But I feel like still scientifically in every way possible, it it is our best thing. And yeah. I, and it's like and and others have told me that and that you know that's really cool. Yeah. But I think we lo- I think our our already polarized fan base is 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 fur- further polarized. It's split apart from, from the release of this record. So that you know that was something that we didn't really anticipate. Mm. Well, I mean, I think I think as well. It's one of those things where when you're invested in something and you're the person developing it, and you spend so yeah. much time fixed on it, it probably as well is a little bit hard for you to look at it and think like oh maybe this is like going to shock people or something however yeah yeah i never felt that way yeah but i mean like even you know i'm not heaps involved with how things go with you guys but i know you guys well and i've been around your band for quite a while now and yeah going on three oh my god yeah going on three years yeah but i didn't i to to that same credit i think i didn't hear when you guys showed me the songs, I wasn't like, what am I hearing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess that's sort of part of music being subjective as well. Yeah. No, yeah. And that's, that's the thing that at the end of the day, like that really is crazy. No matter how many, how, how many ways you look at it, it's like, it is a completely subjective process. Yeah. There's, there's no right or wrong. There's good or bad. Yeah. There's a cat. There's, yeah, there's, there's, this is Butters. He's a good guy. Uh, hey, he's good. He says, hey, um, no matter which, like, there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. There's, there's either I like this 
and or I don't like this. And uh, and you know, for me personally, if if a band that I am have invested a long time into being a fan of put something out, I'm gonna listen to it thirty times. Yeah. Whether I whether I think I like it or not, you know. Mm. And in in a most of the time, almost every time, it takes two to three listens to be like, okay, well, I love this. Yeah. Um, but that may, that, that's also something that sort of screams of the time we exist in as well. In yeah, the fact man, that like, with, totally. Like, people hear something now and the first YouTube version or the first website that streams a song or something, they want to be, like, blown away and every yeah. every new song needs to be better than the last one. Better than <laughs> that, and just it's like, in this age of uh, of rappers putting out a mixtape, a full which is just a full album yeah. every six months. It's it's like that's that's what people are expecting. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think another thing that's kind of lost in the sort of like digital medium as well is the fact that like. I know it's a concern for me and I'm sure it is for you guys as well is that like whenever I write music I want it to be like a cohesive piece. I'm not oh, writing totally. a fucking just writing one song to be awesome like, which is which is generally what which is what the gen pop yeah. is doing. But mm. I have never I've never done that in my life. Yeah. It's, unless I'm unless I'm writing for a compilation specifically. Yeah. It's never like okay, this just let's get a a single out <laughs> with no with no expectations to follow up with an album. It's always no that single is part of what is going to be a bigger thing, and that you're anybody's going to hear soon. Yeah, but but you know I I think I don't know what I think. I, you know I've I've been feeling real weird about music lately. And, yeah, uh, and I think I'm you know I might. Be t- I might be taking a break pretty soon. Chilling. Yeah. We got to refresh sometimes, too. You, you've been I, doing fucking heaps for years now. so yeah, Half my life, I feel like I've just been constantly... Yeah. Well, okay, well, talk me through how the, you know, obviously changing half of the lineup of your band is an enormous shift. Yeah, uh, that felt... It was unexpected. Uh, but you know, once we, once we heard from them, it, it, it obviously made more sense and, mm. and there's no like hard feelings or anything. We love them. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was definitely a, if like the first day of that fall tour that we just did mm-hmm. winter, fall, winter, that was the first time we had ever played without Mike. Yeah. We, he'd nobody, nobody had ever been filled in. Nobody had ever filled in for him before, so that was pretty bizarre. Yeah, but um, you know, hadn't played without Kyle and Leo for uh, close to uh, for almost three years. Mm. No, over three years. Sorry, almost four. No, I don't know. Sorry, my timeline's <laughs> all fucked up. But yeah, a while. So it was definitely just. It felt. It felt like a change. It, it felt like a like a different band. Mm. Um, but but the new lineup adjusted really well. It's all you know, amazing people that we love. Kale is an unbelievable drummer. Anthony is probably the greatest person, single living human being <laughs> on earth. And fucking Sean Martin. What else can we ask for? You know? Yeah. 
And how did he's how, the man? Was that like a a strange dynamic figuring out how to work with those people in the scope of like music that had been written with other players in mind? So, sort of, yeah. I mean, especially for 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 drums, it was it was weird because we kind of had a feeling that Mike might leave. Yeah. Because when it came down to recording, he he had trouble with the songs. Right. So, you know, the process wasn't as easy as the previous album. So, like, I had to play half the record. Mm. But, the, you know, the songs that Mike did play on are great. He did a great job. But uh, but it was it was a weird, it was an interesting process that we were like, man, is this, what's what's going on here? Yeah. So, so, and with God's Hate, that's another thing where I write the drums and Kale translates them into his own. But also he has this thing where he like he wants to he's so good at deciphering what I'm doing mm-hmm. on drums and just and just doing it. Yeah. So I knew that if anybody could 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 follow Mike and Twitching Tongues that it was him. Yeah. He's he's great and he's you know he it, he it's like it's like watching I don't know, it's hard to explain. He's really good at hearing something and then just playing it. Yeah. Well, I guess as well, it, particularly if you've worked with him in that similar thing before where you'd written drums totally. that he'd had to play, that would make sense for him to, to do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, some of the songs on the God's Hate LP, he played one time before yeah. <laughs> before recording them. So that that's his forte and it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Mm. Well, let's talk about God's Hate a little bit then. The, um, sure, yeah, let's go. How was the, you know, that was obviously another record that, again, you guys have been working on for fucking ages. A while, yeah. Um, and, like, to the point where, you know, like, it's it seemed to me like that, that sort of had to take a dip for a minute while you finished doing all the Twitching Tone stuff. It did. I mean, I think it, it definitely would have would have been released earlier. Yeah. If 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 the timelines were different uh but it was it was great i mean we're all super proud of that record and, yeah well, it sounds fantastic thanks man you were there I was the there. day we we started writing yeah which was uh which when the first song tracks one and six were written in one day in the presence of an australian you were there in the other room. Yeah. Um, so, how good? Yeah, um, I mean, it's been I'm, it's been awesome. I'm, I'm, we're looking forward to doing a little more this year. Yeah. And uh, playing playing a bunch of fests across the country. Going to Japan next month. Yeah, that's sick. It's fucking awesome. I'm pumped. Yeah. And so, I guess adversely, then, how did you find the reaction and the reception to that? Because that obviously, like. People that was been, really good. People have been quite familiar with the, you know, limited amount of material that you guys had had prior yeah. to that. So I guess that had quite I think a while it was definitely to, to build. Yeah, totally. It was it was time for an LP, and I think we we did it the right way. And uh, and I think the the evolution from seven inch to LP was was appropriate and not. It just felt like it was like a little more, little more hardcore. Yeah a little more intelligent. Like it wasn't just me by myself in my room with my stupid ass guitar. Yeah. 
it was it was a it was a, a collaborative effort for the first time and it really feels that way yeah and was that like is that something that you think ongoing is going to be like how that band uh, you know continues 100 yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. I mean, because I think it, it is something that's like, I don't know, it, it's hard. I know for me, I've had a similar thing where like it's, it was hard going from working in basically on my own in terms of like writing things to then adjusting to find someone. But then when you find them, it's sort of like... It's like, oh, this is, this is great. Yeah, it can really set things up for you. It's like, it's like two, two brains become one. Yeah. And whenever my brain couldn't fill something in or couldn't couldn't uh couldn't picture a certain part he would just come with this thing and it was like that's it <laughs> it was great it felt awesome yeah that's a good result yeah um and i guess so what do you like you said you know you might be taking a little break from things is that something that like is you know at the front of your mind, has it been something like you, you have been working quite hard for a while now that you need to sort of relax a bit with it or? Yeah, it it really is. Um, we were, we were at, not at, like we didn't get an official offer, but the idea came up to do this 45 day tour with kill switch engage, Mm -hmm. which would start, which would have started in like two weeks. Yeah. And the thought of that was like, man, this is just not like it's not we that's that's a band that we obviously have a lot of respect for and listen to when I was younger and I appreciate them but uh I don't know some, something about just doing doing things we didn't want to do at this time like at such a sensitive time mm-hmm. which you know following we just did the persistence tour in Europe and that was like you know we made no money lost money it's it's a weird thing when you can play to 2,000 people and lose money yeah. you know <laughs> it's it's just it's fucked up uh, and then after that was which which followed that US tour we did which was uh, far less profitable than we expected uh-huh. so so just mentally doing that kill switch engage tour at that time would have would would have felt taxing rather than feeling like this big privilege that I know deep down that it, it would have been. Yeah, right. So and it's like that we already had United Blood Fest confirmed, Japan confirmed that we would have to cancel both of those. So it's just it it was like it was it wasn't in the cards and I think uh our manager at the time was really bummed about that. The label was bummed about that. Our booking agent was bummed about that. But the the you know we were probably we'd probably be first of four, first of five, and making you know two hundred fifty dollars a night. Yeah, and, and I can't do that. Forty five days. Do that anymore. Yeah. yeah, I can't cannot do that anymore. Mm. I, I, we worked real fucking hard, and uh, and I know that we're at a point where everything kind of resets if we want to play to a non-hardcore market. Yeah, basically have to have to start over. Yeah, and and you know we're kind of just not we're not. Pr- currently personally in positions where we can do that i'm definitely not you know yeah. uh tw- being in a hardcore band in the past few years has has kept me on you know it, it, living in basically in poverty yeah. you know so so i just i need some stability yeah some serious stability before i can before i can i can enjoy myself again 
Well, I mean, that's that's not the worst thing in the world either. And I think there's, there is really something to be said for, like, you know, I think something that sort of bothers me a lot about how people see music, especially in hardcore and metal at least, is that, like, if you're not doing something every fucking day, then you may as well not yeah. exist. Like Exactly. <laughs> you know, like... That's true. If you don't have a new song every week or you don't have a tour or a show, then, like... What the fuck's going on? Like, what's what, the yeah, exactly. yeah? What are you doing? Um, but I think there really is something to, you know, obviously not taking a, a million years to do things, but at the same time, like, you know, I think probably for yourself, I know I sort of came into it in the last like two years that, um, right. you know, like your personal life has to like, you know, you're becoming more of a human in the world, totally, and you need to. Yeah. Pay up to I'm, that I as need, well. I'm an adult who needs to be an adult. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I'm in this big transitional period with my girlfriend where, you know, she's moving her whole life out across the country and and I, I can't I can't pick up and leave at that time. At such a sensitive time. I, I you know, I it's 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 tough. It's all it's all but it's but I think it's the right thing to do for now. Yeah. And then and then when we when we get the the major itch, and 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 people care and want us to reemerge on a on a semi full time basis, then then we'll be ready. But but it just doesn't. It didn't feel like the demand was there. Yeah. You know, in your in Europe, uh, you know, there's so many people, but it was just uh, it it didn't feel like anybody was there for us. Yeah. Which which on such a massive tour, like, how could it? You yeah, know? yeah. But uh, and I don't know. I think we're all just or no, Taylor and I are just just pretty wiped out. And... Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that, there is something as well. I mean, the other thing too that I I think is sort of important when you do that sort of stuff is like once you have that reset and you have that rest, that's oftentimes or create what helps you create the best stuff too. Like there's definitely there's definitely something to be said for creating things under pressure because sometimes that can produce like shit you didn't think you were capable yeah, of. Exactly. But then at the same time I think it's it is really something, you know, like there's like you know, you need to experience fucking life before you can reflect on things creatively, I think, you know. Like True. like there's cool shit. Like, you know, it's similar things in my life that have been happening, you know, like seeing you know, family members get married and seeing like yeah. people have kids and stuff is like true. <laughs> like Taylor, Taylor and Taylor and Kat are getting married this summer. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome. That's rad. Yeah. And like, but again, you know, despite the fact of the, the music we're sort of involved with is somewhat not conducive to weddings, but yeah, no, like, um, things like that can really like re-energize and, you know, rejuvenate passion for something, for something else. That's, you know? that's what I need. I need the, sorry, I'm yawning. Right. Ooh, I need, I need to, I need it to not feel like a, this job. Yeah. That's what I was always afraid of. I was always afraid of, of music feeling like a career rather than the the thing I love most in the world. Yeah. Well, especially, you know, hardcore music is, is not supposed to be that thing that, that you expect a career from. 
Yeah. For some reason, we got you know we got these opportunities and and it just felt like whoa, this can be this can be something something bigger. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's. It's hard too when, like guys like yourself, sort of, uh, you know, because of the opportunities afforded to you and because of the things that came up, that was sort of, you know, that meant that to choose them, you don't choose work, like you don't choose a regular job. So then, not only is the thing you're passionate about become something that can sort of produce some minimal amount of financial return it means that you have to keep doing it to keep that financial Con- return. Dude, constantly. Yeah. So, you know, that's all good. We'll figure it out. I have you want to talk about... Thanks, man. You want to talk about Summer High Tie? <laughs> what do you want to tell me? What's your vibe? Uh, I don't know. It's so sick. Um, let me tell you that that show is... Oh, I mean, it's super old in Australia now. Yeah, of course. Did you ever catch on to the We Can Be Heroes, the show before it? No, I never. I could never find it. Oh, my God. Um, maybe I'll buy it for you and send it to you because be sick. it's like, that's the one. It that, is? Yeah. That, well, I that's, mean, that's better? For Australians, that's the like, Oh wow. that's like truer to form. Like, wow, some really? size, you know, it's, like, well-regarded, and it's quite funny. It's unbelievable. But the whole thing with that one was that was, like, his commercial hit, you know? Oh, Like, that's, okay. his, that's his black album. <laughs> oh, okay. And you, that makes sense. you really want to get so that what Master is, what of is, Puppets. <laughs> what is Jamei Private School Girls? Is that Reload? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. The- <laughs> that's, like, not... I don't even know if that's on TV here at all. Dude, it's great. <laughs> Um, I haven't I haven't watched jo- Jonah's show yet, but Jonah's my favorite character on on Summer High Tide. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that was a big hit here, man. But you gotta you gotta go back, dude. You gotta get that <laughs> that demo. I tape. guess I do. You gotta help me. I gotta find it. Yeah, I will. <laughs> um, so uh, tell me something about Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. Uh, Someone, someone we know was an art PA on the show, uh, who was associated with hardcore in some way. So she had a bunch of hardcore bands merchandise involved in this big fake show scene. Yeah, which I think is part of like a big ghost in the city montage. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're at this big show, and this ghost comes down, and like knocks down the singer of the band that's like the gist of the scene is the just big big concert right yeah yeah so Doug and I Doug had to sign the away merch rights to his own to his own band stuff and that's what they outfitted the extras with okay so in the, in this big 2000 cap venue yeah there's the these freaks these normal looking and and crazy looking motherfuckers wearing like rival mob shirts, innumerable form shirts. <laughs> uh, there's like na- like nails was one of the bands. So we would just be we were sitting there. He and I in bootleg rival mob shirts. He tried to wear another rival mob shirt, his own band, and yeah. they were like, "Okay, you can't wear that one. You have to wear one of the other ones." And he's like, "I I own the artwork. It's it's me." <laughs> And they were like, no, sorry, you have to change. So 
Uh, and the whole time we were doing this, we just kept looking at each other and saying, nobody's going to believe us. Yeah. Nobody's going to believe how insane this is. Yeah. Like, he and I in these fake shirts and people walking around in, in uh, fucking Mind Eraser shirts. I don't know if Mind Eraser was one, but there's just so many. That's and they were, they were they would look at us and we would look at them and they just have no idea. And it was, it was one of the most enjoyable <laughs> things ever. Where did they it was film like, it? In Boston. Okay. And did you just happen to be there? <laughs> no, dude. It was actually really brutal. I yeah. drove there from, from Mrs. Harcourt. After, so the call time was like 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I left This uh, Is Harcourt last year at around midnight, maybe. Got to Boston at like 5 in the morning. Yeah, great. <laughs> so I didn't sleep on this car ride there because was, I was like ass to ankles in the back seat. Just jam packed. Uh, so I had I had no sleep. I got to this Ghostbusters thing with no zero sleep, mm. uh, and it was bizarre. I got there, I was like, "Oh my god, what am I doing? <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna be a nightmare." Yeah. And through some through some glimmer of hope, there I see Doug Cho standing standing by himself in line, last person in line. I was like, "Oh my god, yes." So that so then it became he and I for twelve hours just talking about all spectrums of, of everything and enjoying being in Ghostbusters. That's amazing. It was unbelievable. And um uh is this you know the the uh, eventual future for you now? Uh, I hope not. I hope that that <laughs> is not what I what my my forte becomes being a background uh, guy back like far background i was way in the back there <laughs> that's so funny though when you when you uh, posted that thing this morning i was just like oh good that's what i'm gonna talk to him about, <laughs> <laughs> I need to talk to him about that. that's good um yeah i mean that's definitely something i'll i'll never forget but uh but it's fucking crazy that's something it is hilarious you're gonna be able to tell your kids mate I was in I was in the new Ghostbusters, and hopefully, I'm really hoping it doesn't suck, so that that's something I can, <laughs> I can I can actually boast about. I was in a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I was in the new Ghostbusters. That's what I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> sound like that. Um. All right. So, last time I had you give me food recommendations, but this time I thought we'd do something Whoa. a little bit different because I haven't been doing this with that's people, fair. and I want to try and get back into it. But let's go. I was thinking, give me, you can give me five different recommendations of just anything that right now is consuming your being. So that could be TV, movie, music, whatever. Okay. All right. Let's do it. That doesn't have to be a top list, just some five. Number one, number one, the Futurama iPhone game. Okay. Oh my God. It owns me. Okay. It, why yeah, I, explain why what is it i don't know i can't explain it it's i can't stop i all i do is sit around and wait for my fucking lives to regenerate just all day staring at just blank walls and stare at, staring at, and then it's like oh i i love it it's yep. amazing okay future um, the futurama iphone game um i've been i've been i've been watching a lot more tv than i normally do and i watch a lot of tv mm-hmm 
I just rewatched Parks and Rec like three times in a row. Fantastic. And I I've kind of come to the conclusion that I might like it as much as I like The Office. Really? Which is a big thing for me. I know. Because The Office is like, it's a part of my being. Mm. Well, it's I so mean, I there's think, a lot of similarities to the shows. That's yeah, and, no, absolutely. In terms yeah. of the characters and the writing staff and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but so Parks let's and get Rec. some more. Parks and Rec, uh, the Futurama iPhone game. <laughs> uh, we're hitting the big subjects here today. Yeah, we're in all the big stuff. Damn, this is tough. What about um, movies? What about movies? Okay, I just watched Spotlight, which was great. Yeah. Just watched Room, which was great. Creed, which was great. I've been watching a lot of good movies. <laughs> I would recommend any of those. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to watch Bridge of Spies tonight. Hopefully that's it's good. Fantastic. Is it? Good. That's okay. I'm a, I'm a Hanks man, so that's good. Yep. What about some food? What's been happening in the world of Okay, right so now. this this place, Santucci's in, in Philadelphia, this pizza place, it's kind of like a local chain, but there's one in particular mm-hmm. that delivers here that is the best one, and we eat it so much, just so much. <laughs> I've eaten there so much in the past month, and I can't stop, and I won't stop, frankly. Yeah, uh, I don't think you need to. No one's asking you. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, I've been looking into buying a new bed. Yep. I've settled on the ghost bed. It's this new... What is the ghost bed? New cool bed. I don't know what makes it different than another bed. It's not like a spring mattress. But the real cool thing is, is one, the shipping's free. And two, something about the way it folds up makes it fit into a box that's like just a couple feet by a couple feet. Yeah. And, And you unpack it and it like... It just like blows up. And stays blown up. I don't know. I'm real. I'm real pumped about that right now. Yeah. Getting one of those when I get home. Uh, what else? What's the? What can be a fifth thing? Let me get a video game. You love playing video games. Oh, I do. I haven't. I, it's been a while. Um, the last thing I played was Fallout Four. Yeah. Was that a disappointment? I heard people didn't like it. I loved it. I had a great time. All right. I wish there was a little more for me to do now that I've beaten the story. Mm. Like Fallout Three, I felt like I could play forever. Yeah, but but I feel like done with mm. Fallout Four. So that's the only thing I'm disappointed about. But I loved the story. I loved all the choices. There's a couple things in the story that pissed me off, but I don't want to spoil anything for people. That's all right. They can talk. They can all talk to me about it after they listen to this and after they played it. Get it, Colin. I'll, I'll, I'll air yeah. my grievances. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, all right, music. Music. I've been listening to the new nail, the new nails record a lot. Very good. That's something. Let me go. Let me go and uh, go on my iPod here and see. See what I've been doing. I've been listening to Pink Floyd a lot. Oh yeah, expanding yeah. your horizons, mate. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of expanding my horizons. <laughs> that's that's some shit I listened to in middle school and I, and I just I remember I I had this urge to watch the. The mu- have you ever seen the movie The Wall? Yeah. You know the trial, the trial, like the music video part with the crazy, uh, big judge and shit. Yeah. I had the I had the urge to watch that the other day, and I've just been listening to, to both parts of the album since. Pretty classic. And yeah, like, that's good shit. There's a reason why people like it. 
Yeah, it's fucking sick. <laughs> uh, shit, I don't know. That's good, mate. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, people are pumped for the new nails record. I'm sure. So it's fucking awesome. People should be pumped. I think they're. I think. Uh, I don't think a single person will be disappointed. It's 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 sh- nice, short, fast as shit. It's kind. It's kind of not. Uh, I think people ex- really expect them to to go full metal. Mm. And it's like, it's really. I think it's a lot more punk than than the last record was. Yeah, well, that's it's pretty I mean, cool. It's sick. I like it's that got too. Some, it's it's quite literally got something for everybody, so that's awesome. Yeah, sick. All right. It's well, uh, do you have anything you want people to be aware of? Do you have anything to advertise for the world right now? Oh, jeez. Um, I think I'd just like to. I'd like to try to get people to appreciate bands that they like while they're around mm-hmm. and not romanticize about big reunions and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I feel the same way. <laughs> because, you know, pe- people have this big, this big, I'll see them next time kind of mentality. I don't know if you have that in Australia because. Oh, uh, we do. Because when. Okay. Yeah. Well, but it's like, I, there, when bands come, it's like, okay, cool, they're here. Mm uh, so I can see it being more more of a special thing. Yeah, I mean, we but, I, I'd say we more have that for our own bands here. Yeah, to, no, hundred yeah. percent, absolutely. Uh, but but I think people need to need to appreciate things while they can before they realize that they're not going to be able to appreciate them anymore. Yeah, well, that's a good message, man. People got to listen to that. Yeah. I hope so. And I think, uh, I just buy music. Fucking please, man. <laughs> God. Gotta get me that ghost bed. Yeah, give, well, yeah, I gotta do that. Fuck. Yeah. Pumped on that. Mm. Can't wait to sleep. Well, cause I'm, I'm moving into a new place and I, you know, I got my old bed on Craigslist and I can't do that again. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta start fresh. You wanna deal with some shady character. Yeah, with some shady fucking big old guy. Yeah. Sick. Alright, well, I'll stop recording, but thank you for being my first time return guest. Oh, anytime. I, I hope to be the first third time guest. I'm sure you will be. <laughs> Sounds great. All right. Anytime. Alright.